our official first episode. The other the episodes were just me and Emily are like bonus episodes. Yeah, because so, obviously we're a bonus. <laughs> Um, yeah, they're like getting to know us a bit more. We'll do some fun things. I had a really spontaneous weekend with Emily and her boyfriend. I'm staying with them and they really looked after me and we had a nice time. Yeah, we did. I can't remember what we, we did. We got bracelets. We went and got these like welded... Astrid and Miu. Bracelets. And did you say Miu? Miu. Yeah, Astrid and Miu and they weld bracelets onto you and they're on them for life. Sick. And it was really fun. Really, yeah, really fun. it was a very lovely weekend actually. We nearly went to the theatre but then we like were too late to get these like cheap tickets that we were gonna get so then we went and went and seen babylon instead which oh, was yeah. really good and we Apart from me and emily got really uncomfortable in the cinema and then we <laughs> ended up sitting on the floor <laughs> yeah like you know when you're sitting in a cinema and you feel like you're sat in the same place for three hours this is a three hour long film oh, and long. you're on a leather seat that's just like icky My i also hands kept smelling so gross and smelling. it was the leather yeah like, maybe because just... i wet the seat before. yeah emily was like oh you can sit there and then i was like cool 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 and then she just spilt her water all Piece over my water. seat and i was like uh, 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 thanks <laughs> so then i'm I, just clumsy but we did have a lovely weekend. I hope you guys... So we're happy to be releasing our podcast on a Monday because... You didn't finish your sentence. You just said, I hope you have a nice weekend and I hope you guys... And I'm, we're going to be finishing our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I got a bit like... Um, <laughs> I don't even know what I was hope saying. hope you guys had a nice weekend. Yeah. Full stop. We're <laughs> beginning the podcast today with our friend called Kieran. She is a photographer and we'll tell you a lot more obviously about her on the actual episode. You'll find all about her. And she introduces herself I think as well. She does. But it was a really, really fun episode and it was our first one and she we was just a great, it, great, really. great guest. Yeah, she was a lovely guest and if you're interested in anything to do with photography or just anything that you feel like you, I don't know, can't, like struggling to get into... This is your podcast because she's very helpful and she's a lovely gal. She's a boss-ass bitch. She's a boss-ass bitch and that's what we're here for, so let's go. And she's shot quite cool people as well. Yeah, which... She's got an interesting Check her out. You'll find out at the end what her name is. Yeah, so... Her Instagram. Enjoy the episode. Um, Hope you have a great day. Hope you've enjoyed the sunshine. Hope you've enjoyed listening to us. And... Also, can I say that we're releasing our Valentine's collection soon? Oh, yes! Yeah, because this is coming out on Monday, the... Today. Today. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to act as if we're organised. This is coming out today. To and we organized. are doing our shoot for our Valentine's collection. Oh my god, so if you're listening to this, you will get pre I mean, maybe not, but pre information. Yeah, pre information. So our Valentine's, Valentine's collection is releasing and it's a motherfucking boss ass bitch collection. It's dropping it's later not this collection, week. It's a set, isn't it? It's a set, it's dropping later this week. We've already put it on our story. Yeah, like the drawing. Seen, yeah, but we're doing a shoot tomorrow and we're bloody excited about it. Yeah, so Look out for that. Also, core collection pre-order ends God, Wednesday. they get all the goss, don't they? They do. So, if you ain't got that, you might want to get on it, because, not going to lie, we're not organised enough sometimes to get these things organised, if that makes any sense. Yeah, so totally just, makes If you sense. want it, get on it. If cool. you want it, get on it. All the love to you. Enjoy the Peace. episode. Peace, love, enjoy your week. Bye. Kiran. Kiran. Oh, we'd be saying no. Harry, you know, Emily's boyfriend, was like, oh, is Kiran coming? And I was like, her name's Kiran. And then he was like, oh my god, I thought he was saying Kiran, but then you were saying Kiran, so I was like, no, I've got it all. I was like, oh, you were? I've never really heard you say my name, so I haven't. I think we called Kiran at the pop up. I think we did as well, and then maybe we just like thought we were wrong or something. I don't know. Okay, so it doesn't matter. Kiran. Yeah. 
Everyone welcome. I feel like it's so much easier. Kieran. Yeah, yeah, it is so much easier. <laughs> you know what? I thought it was... When we were at the pop-up, it was always Kieran. Oh my God, I yeah. fully gaslighted Harry this morning. I was like, that's not her name. I was like, it's Kieran. <laughs> 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 yeah. I told you. Nah. <laughs> that's so funny. And then, and, then we, and then when you were saying Kieran, I was like, it must be Kieran, because that's how it's kind of spelled. Kieran. Like, yeah. Ran. So I was like, oh, okay, I guess that is the name. Yeah. Nope. No, it's Kieran. It's Kieran. Kieran. Yeah. Like, like uh, there's a... Oh, it's like the Irish Like Kieran, yeah. But it's a really popular Sikh name for girls. Like, there's it, so many Kirans, yeah. Like, you know Simran? Like, Simran's such a popular oh, yeah. name. It's like Kiran's the same. Really? Yeah. Oh my god, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, Kieran, everyone welcome Kiran. Yeah. Um, I'm glad you said, because imagine the whole way we're like, Kiran! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're there <laughs> like, that's like, not what? my name. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. We met here in about a year and a half ago when we did our first summer pop up for Wonders. And Kieran kindly did Tooth Gems on the weekend that we were there, so that's how we met. And it was feels like quite a long time ago now. Yeah, it was. And then we we've seen you not that much since then, which yeah. is weird because I feel like I have seen you but on Instagram. So <laughs> yeah, that's why. Yeah, that's how I see everyone. Um, but do you want to introduce yourself briefly to anyone that doesn't know who you are? Um, so I'm a fashion photographer. I'm freelance. I'm self-employed, and I just opened my own photography studio. Mm. Last Killing year. It. We've been there. Yeah. It's also called Killer. Killer Studios. Is that because you're like, I'm going ki- to kill Killer. this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know where it came from. I think because my tooth gems were called Killer Gems. Oh, and, then, yeah. and then I was like, well, let's just keep the brand going and yeah. Killer Studios yeah, just that makes, makes sense. sense. And it, everyone was saying, just call it that because it goes. So I was trying to think of a different name. So yeah. I kept thinking, it didn't really sound like professional. I'm still in two minds, really, whether I want to change it. <laughs> but I like it. I was like, like it no, well. it just shows. Sure sweet. Yeah. Like and it's that. snappy and catchy. Yeah, I always remember that it's Killer Studios. Yeah, so I never struggled to. And now, like people like people who know me from the studio, they don't just nickname me and they call me Killer. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of cute. It's kind oh, of like that's quite nice nickname. Yeah. Yeah. So you were born and raised in West London. Yeah. Yeah. West. Well, I live like just out now. Yeah. So like, I live near Heathrow. Do you live with your family? Yeah. Me and my mummy. Aww. Yeah. Do you, do you want to stay there no. or do you want to move no, out? No, I want to move out, but my mum is so chilled. Yes. Oh, that's so nice. She's just so chilled. Like, I have also no reason like, to, but... Yeah. Yeah, but it's just it helps with, like, saving and stuff, you Definitely. know? Also, when you live with literally, like, one parent, like, it's just you and your mum. It's like living with a friend. It's very yeah. chilled. It's it just, is. like, if why... At, when you don't need to, like, what's the point? Like, a lot of the time people decide to move out because you're living in, like, a family where there's, like, five of you and it's, like a bit intense and stuff yeah but like, and for me it's like because once she's so tall i don't need to and also i don't want to like move out and house share yeah because it's so expensive to like you don't know who you're gonna end up with as well yeah. like sometimes people get lucky but also like sometimes yeah. you might just not really talk to your flatmate and when you can be at home with your mum and you're not paying like it doesn't cost you too much money yeah. like that's really worth it yeah so how did you like get into photography like you're so, self-taught yeah so I, I did it at A level I did it for 6th form and then I did want to go to uni I wanted to go to London College of Fashion but I didn't get in oh did you not no I didn't get in oh my god so you would have been on the same course because Emily did fashion, fashion photography. photography did you yeah. when did you apply what year no, oh no because I'm older yeah so we wouldn't oh. have been in the same year but we but I um I got in at Southampton Solon oh yeah yeah I, I don't live like that near but Southampton's like 45 minutes from my home yeah but I wouldn't recommend it. No, so I didn't want to move away from London, so I didn't end up going. So I basically made a plan, a deal with my mum, because obviously, like, photography, would do, it sounded like I was just trying to get out of studying and do, like, an actual job. Yeah. And so we made a deal. We were like, if I... I deferred it for a year, 
So I was like, if I have a good year, then I won't go to uni. If I have a bad year, then okay, I can still go to uni idea. in the year and get take a degree and everything. Is that you're telling? Yeah, but I ended up having a good year and then I didn't end up going. That's I actually totally forgot that I still had that there. And when the year passed, I was like, oh my God. That's such a good advice yeah. for people as well. Like, this yeah, is really if you're good not idea. sure about yeah. it, like, give yourself a year to, like, see if you can do it, you yeah. know? And yeah, I'm so glad I didn't go. Yeah, oh, that's amazing. Yeah. I kind of did a similar thing when we left uni. I was, well, I originally wanted to travel, but then obviously COVID. So then I was going to do a master's in, um, I can't remember what the course was called, but basically like sustainable fashion. And then I sort of said to myself, if I do that, then I won't be able to fully focus on nippy. So I'm going to give myself a year yeah. to try and like see if it goes anywhere. And this is when nippy was like very, very small. And then I think within that year we did our first pop up and like it kind of gained oh, momentum yeah. and stuff. And I'm so happy that I didn't do that masters when, yeah. I, when I was going to do it. I mean, obviously, like you don't know how things would plan out, but, but like giving I think yourself it's good. A it depends what you want to do. Like people prefer to do the educational. Yeah. Group. Like people actually enjoy that. Whereas for me, yeah, I just hated anything like academic. Same. Well. Like studying, oh, I hated it so much. I think a lot of creative people feel that way because yeah. it's not. You really don't have a, the, like the brain for it. If that makes no. sense. Yeah. Like, your brain is like their like, teaching techniques are just just revise and do exams and stuff like it's not the way I learned so in the first year that you kind of like were out of A levels and stuff what did you do to kind of make your work and did you just get experience or yeah so I was reaching out to, it's when blogging was really big so I was reaching out to loads of like bloggers and stuff That's and, and then just shooting with them for free or like just £50 here £50 there um, just for pictures for their blogs so it was mainly like street style stuff Yeah. and then from there then I moved on to like doing um test shoots for models and stuff and then that's a good way to yeah and then my instagram i was using instagram as much as i could yeah and then it just happened from there really like networking Mm -hmm. like how much of it came from learning at sixth form doing photography and how much just was like on the job job? most of it was on the job because at sixth form you learn like really like you learn things you wouldn't really do in real life kind of is there for you to see if you like it yeah it kind of gives you that kind of like oh is this my passion is this what i want to do yeah other than that like i feel like it gets your creative juices like flowing yeah but actually it it did teach me things like a few things with photoshop yeah that i can like transfer into like what i do now but no mainly it was on job like making mistakes yeah and And then like even just assisting i assisted a few photographers so i learned that way but even now i'm still learning now like when i do jobs and people tell me they're like oh no you should get this wire for your to tether or you should like um they just teach me like little tricks like certain memory cards maybe that i should have to speed things up it's so helpful as well like things that you would never know unless you found out on the job yeah things like that yeah do you have the memory of your first kind of proper job in the industry that you have like a poignant um, moment where you thought this is what I want to do or where you saw or like were taught by someone and thought I could do that? <laughs> that's me. Yeah, okay, that's a tricky one. Okay, so there was this one time while I was in sixth form yeah. and we had a school trip and we were going to like the Saatchi Gallery and um, I'd reached out, I think part of my sixth form project I was... I don't remember what it was, but I was doing like portraits and stuff. Yeah. And uh, do you remember Confetti Crowd? No. Oh, no. Confetti I don't know if he was younger than me. It was these like five girls. Oh, it was like these God. five girls, yeah. and they had like a group. Like, remember, um, you know, Snoochie Shy? Yeah. Who was on Arm Slayer? Yeah. She was in it. She was really? in it. Yeah. And um, they had a, sh- a shoot with Nike. And. Wait, were they like a band or something? No, they were like a, kind of like an influencer group. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And. I messaged them and I was like, oh, can I, like, I would love to shoot with you guys as part of my project yeah. or whatever. And they were doing the shoot with Nike and they are like, why don't you come and you can do behind the scenes. Oh my God. So I remember that day when we That's went amazing. to the trip 
I like got a note from my mum and I was like, I need to like leave early because I'm gonna go, go do the shoot. But it was oh a photography trip, so the, my teacher she loved me as well. She was like, yeah, go do it. That's amazing. That's incredible. So, yeah, that was that That's was probably sick. like a really that was probably the one of the first times I've photographed yeah. like a group of people that were a bit more like known on social media yeah. and things like that oh that's amazing yeah. yeah that's definitely a huge moment yeah. to be like oh wow but that was like, really 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 early on that yeah. was like and that's that was quite a long time ago probably now. gave you a bit of motivation like I think yeah. I can do this that's really impressive yeah that was also just like time. be really confident and just like think who cares let me just message these people if they don't reply yeah. life goes on I sent out so many emails to so many people yeah I think that is the way yeah. in creative industries so you, you have to just like push yourself and be like it doesn't matter like you kind of have to just like um what's the word where you like get rid of your like like ego yeah and just yeah. be like who cares like, yeah, yeah, yeah. In, that might make me like get that job and that might get that job or whatever. yeah like, it's no, such a big thing yeah you don't know what who yeah and just not worry about it yeah do you think in the first year was it quite hard to sort of obviously working freelance photography you're just starting out did you have like something on the side to like fund you like was it quite a difficult time in terms of justifying to your family like i am gonna earn money but i'm not earning it just yet i was actually really lucky so my mum's managed bars for like years and that's so cool yeah so bars. i was bars yeah as in like uh, drinking like pub bars yeah. yeah and so i got a part-time job there but every time my job would come up that would be like obviously my photography was my priority because yeah. that's my future my mum was always really cool she was like just oh, go do amazing. it and i'll just cover your shift oh. so i was re- i would never have been able to like prioritize my photography and have a part-time job otherwise yeah. like i would have had to give it's in really one of them areas yeah but your mum sounds like such a nice woman. yeah she is what's mm-hmm. her name Kali. yeah he sounds lovely yeah but um yes yeah, so i was very very lucky so whenever anything came up i was able to just do it's it it's really difficult managing a part-time job and something because me yeah. and daisy have like that difficulty like well we've tried to manage nippy in a part-time job and because like nippy's a little bit more relaxed because it's our like we kind of control the timings yeah it's still really hard to be like well i don't want to go to this part-time job because it's not yeah. helping me i want to yeah. bloody like work on what i'm working but i feel on. like the only thing is it motivates you because i remember while i had the part-time job because i didn't really want to be there like, yeah. It motivate, yeah i had a different sort of hunger then because i was like i yeah. need to get out of i this do job. get that like it does motivate you definitely because yeah. you think i'm not supposed to be here and then you think okay well yeah. i'm not supposed to be here. and every I time i would go it. to that job and be there i'd be like oh my god i need to just i'm thinking of everything i can do yeah. to like yeah. get me out of the job it's, it's like, like, like okay i could do this when i get home i could email this person yeah. and I, I need to do this yeah. so when were you able to leave that job um probably to it was probably like two years. I had the job for two years. So when was that? So two years after sixth form? Two years after sixth form. Oh, probably like a year and a half, two years after sixth form. So it's still form, pretty, yeah. pretty young like to be fully self-employed and yeah. freelance. So I was I was 21, 22. It's very so I've impressive. been freelance for like four years now. Wow. Yeah. Go you. <laughs> yeah. And did you go to LA then? So yeah. I remember when we saw you, you were talking about... You had gone to just be in LA or not? Yeah, I think so. I think that's right. Isn't How it? long were you in LA for? Just like three months. So did you just go out there to do work? Yeah. That's okay, so wait. Silly. I mean, what year did we do the podcast? What did we do the um, pop up? Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. Yeah. Yeah, it's COVID. Yeah. Because we nearly. No, so I I just come. No, twenty nineteen. I was last in LA, but um, yeah, I did go. I did go to LA. <laughs> but I've got loads of friends there. So the first time I went to LA, it was when I was actually. It was like twenty sixteen. Oh wow. Yeah, so it was quite a long time yeah, ago. But I was fun. I was nineteen, and me and my friend we saw like there was this um, opening for people to be part of an art exhibition, mm. 
and we were like we were like why don't we just go so we literally we just went for like booked a flight to LA yeah we booked a flight to LA we went there for two weeks and it was amazing the art show was so good like all the people I met at the art show are still like my friends now and I made like all my I networked so much when I was there and then we went back there again the same year because we loved it so much but like three weeks later in the year oh wow and then every year since then I was going back for like three months every year I made loads Did of friends. you do like work there when you were there? I was all? working. I wasn't supposed to be. Oh yeah, but, but like <laughs> <it didn't work. laughs> no, but like yeah, freelance, you can do like yeah. things on the side. I was working when I was out there. It was really hard because it was hard to book jobs before I got out there because it's hard when you're not consistently somewhere. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, definitely. So but I'd put on Instagram that like, I'm going to be out there, and when I got out there, I'd get jobs. And yeah, stuff. so that it's was really amazing. good. Like it shows that like if there's somewhere that you something you want to go to, and like it might cost you like a flight to LA could cost you up to like nine hundred pounds. Yeah, and then you're just like it's worth it because then you got all those contacts from it, which yeah. then leads you to other things, and it's like you just got like, and also it's just like, take that job. It's just you have to enjoy life as well. So I just preferred being there and yeah. just working, but like. At least just different. You, do you think you can see yourself there in the future, or are you a London girl? I would love to. I, when I was younger, I always used to say I want to move there. I want to move there. But now I think I'd want to be able to be in both places. Yeah. It's just. I but don't think you're freelance. You have that kind of like opportunity yeah. to be. Especially in if you have friends that are like good to stay with them and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Now. That was in 2019, and we met you in 2020, and Kieran very kindly did tooth gems at yeah. our first ever pop-up yeah and was that kind of a side hustle for a while like are you doing that still or yeah is it- so i actually i actually learned when i was in la oh, so really? i did a, a shoot for this um beauty brand and um they were like oh well you should come and get some tooth gems from us one day and i was like yeah why not and then when i got there they had these posters up to like learn how to do it and yeah. i was like wait this in 2019 tooth gems here weren't yeah. really a big thing not at all um so i was like yeah might as well might as well learn and take oh, it back with me just as an extra extra thing and did that help you out like money wise whilst you were trying to build up the photography yeah a lot. Yeah, it was um, it was a nice little money maker on the yeah. side. I did some really cool also contacts as well. as well. Yeah, so it actually I didn't think it was gonna go hand in hand, but it did because I ended up getting booked for like um, uh, music videos through stylists that I worked with in my photography. Oh, amazing! So like I did um, Steph London's music video. Oh my video. god, that is so yeah, sick! Wow, which is, that's amazing. Uh, no, I did tooth gems on her for her music video. That is so cool. Yeah, and that was through the stylist that I'd worked with on a photography shoot. Oh, wow. So it's just... So it's a small networking, isn't it? Yeah. And it, it is like that, though. It's like she, like they know them, they know them, they know them. Like, it's all kind of interconnected. Yeah. In the creative The interconnected life. How long after that did you open your studio? Because when we met you to begin with, you didn't have the studio, No, so I only just opened the studio last year. Oh, okay. So, so what made you year. kind of, like, think, that's what I want to do? I always want, like, it was always a long-term goal to open a studio. Yeah. But at the end of 2021, um, like, December time, I was like, you know what, let me just have a look and see what's out there. So I ended up looking around, like, Park Royal, because yeah. I've got a little creative community there. Like, it's like an industrial space. Yeah, because we've looked at getting a studio there before. Yeah. It's really cute. Yeah. Um, and then I had to look around, and then the building that I found, I just fell in love with it straight away. Yeah. And just the community there is just really nice. And It did seem so nice when we yeah. came to visit. It yeah. was, like, all, like, kind of cool and modern and like everyone there was like really friendly though we yeah. were we asked someone oh do you know where Keller Studios is and they're like oh yeah she's just down there <laughs> Room for a bar. I was yeah like, oh. they're really nice there in that building really so helps. then when I went to see it I was like yeah straight away and then I was like let me just take the risk I was like, I did think about it for like quite a while I was like should I do it should I not yeah. do it is it the right time but then I was like I'm not gonna know unless I try it yeah and then going into the new year I was like okay it'll be nice to like 
have something else to focus on because for me photography wise beginning of my year is always quite quiet yeah like january february my yeah. year doesn't really start to like march so i was like it's something to focus on in like my quiet periods yeah. which is so um, like entrepreneurial yeah and you're a hard worker because yeah, like a lot of people would just be like oh yeah i'll just chill out <laughs> no <laughs> no because i get like the problem with being self-employed is when I'm busy, I feel like I'm so happy. But yeah. when you're quiet and you're just sat at home, you're like, what? You start, even though you know you're fine, yeah. you start getting in your own head and thinking, what am I doing with my life? Yeah. Like, how I'm going to be like 30 and am I still going to be like this, sat just thinking, what am I doing? Yeah. Like, yeah. So I need something to keep me busy. Otherwise, I really just get in like a really depressive mode at home. Yeah. So I right? get that as well because like, when I'm not doing something, but like I might be doing something the next day, like I just get so stressed about it. And it's just like, I feel like when you are self-employed and you are your own boss, you kind of put that pressure on yourself that you should be busy all the time. Yeah. And it's like, true. well, no, it's okay not to be busy all the time. Like, you work hard. You have yeah. to give yourself And especially, break. like, social media. Yeah. It's oh, like, you're so watching toxic. what everyone else is doing and it's just... Oh, oh yeah, it's toxic. You can't not compare yourself. So do you go to the studio most days? Like, well, how does it work? I try to, yeah. I try to use it as an office office yeah. space yeah and then you just sort of work from there and then have people come and use the studio like yeah it- so people can hire it as a photography studio um well, if they need a space for meetings or anything really it's yeah. just um and do you room. take photos there yourself as well yeah so you use it as a space like if you had to do headshots or anything yeah would you so, do that kind of thing or is yeah. it yeah headshots portraits so it's very mo- it's very like multi-purpose so yeah. you move to a bigger one as well yeah so I moved to... Oh, um, really quick as well. Were we in the big one? No, we were in the small one. No, you were in the small one. Oh, really? One. So I moved to like a big one and it's got like... Um, it looks a bit like a greenhouse, so it's got the natural daylight. Oh, my God, that's sick. Yeah. Wow, I have to come yeah, see so you. How come you moved? Like, was it just like you realised you could I think I realised... I realised my studio was... The one I had picked was too small and then that one had become available. So I moved into that one and it just made so much more sense. Um, yeah. I think I might have seen it. Did I you do a shoot for... Um, rotation there. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen it yeah, on that story. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, it's really nice. Is it got like two floors? I'm imagining it. No, it's it one just floor. It's all like it stairs to go up to it. Oh, okay, yeah, that yeah. would be it then. Did you yeah. have to get all the equipment, like fork out all money for the equipment yeah, beforehand? Yeah, all the lights, backdrops. Was that, that quite like, kind of like nerve wracking at the start? It was scary. I don't know why I didn't feel like nervous about it. I was you just like, knew. because it's always equipment that I can keep and I can always use myself if I didn't have the space. Yeah. So I knew it was always going to be yeah. worth it. It's just investment, isn't it? Yeah. And any investment is scary. Yeah. And the fact that you can use that as well is sometimes yeah, scary. Yeah. I knew, yeah. I know I can always use the backdrops and stuff even if I don't have the space. So do you, would you say like your business is now like like you're self-employed, but then you also have like technically your own. I guess business as such. Yeah. Do they, do you think they go like quite hand in hand, or is like sometimes one of them more busy than the other? Like, yeah. See, that's the that's the problem that I'm having right now. Yeah. Um. So shooting, obviously, photography. Me, I can't even speak. (laughs) 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 Because photography for me is is like it's my priority, like me shooting. Yeah. And the studio is like, it's a long term thing that I want to gradually build up the business for but I want it to be somewhere where I don't always have to be all the time yeah um so I can travel and I can still have that there but last year summer was like so busy for me so I actually couldn't be at the studio but I hadn't got it to a place where it was so busy where I could employ somebody yeah so even now I still haven't employed anyone now but because um, my year's quiet, I can be I can be there. But I'm just trying to get it to that place where I know that it's gonna I'm gonna be busy with booking, so I can yeah. employ someone. Um, but you definitely will get it to that place. It obviously works well with 
your own photography. Yeah. But it's so hard because when I'm shooting, I can't take bookings because I don't have someone there. So yeah. I'm not consistent with having the bookings open because I have to block it off if I get a shoot elsewhere. Yeah. So it's a bit like, like juggling it. It's, yeah, trying to juggle it and work out what works. Maybe I have to take the risk and just employ someone and just have someone there yeah. all the time. But I did get advice um, from a few people saying I should get maybe like an intern or someone that. Yeah, that's a good idea. Can, I can exchange with like. Um, and then if there time. if there is no one at the studio, they can potentially even help you out, like assist you. Yeah. And then if if there is people there that they can like yeah do you the assistance? I do sometimes on like bigger shoots. Yeah. yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> Do you feel important? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I, I don't like it because it's like, I feel like I'm being bossy and yeah, I'm so you. used to just doing everything myself. And it's like, oh, can you get this for me? Can you do this so for me? are you kind of your own agent as well? Or do you have yeah. someone that does it for I you? would like to be part of an agency to be yeah. fair so they can deal with everything. But I'll get to that point, I think. It's just like you do a lot for yourself then. Like you're trying to organise a studio. Yeah. You're also trying to organise your own like photography, photography work. And then yeah. you're also like... And I guess there That's is pluses nice. as well because if like where you don't have an agency, you the networking them. is actually better because you're personally contacting all of these people. Yeah. And whereas an agency obviously like has the communication for you, and if you get the job, then you're then networking. But in the communication, that is networking. Yeah. You might say, "Oh, I can't you do can it." You can be now, a bit nicer, can't you? Yeah, you can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're probably yeah, not so nice. <laughs> also, like, does people ever book you and your studio for a shoot? Yeah. I think I've actually got more bookings, studio bookings, since I've had the studio, oh, that's which really is cool. really good. Yeah, that's So, like, for really example, good. like, the bi-rotation shoot, because they wanted a studio shoot, Yeah. it's so easy, like, for them just to come to me and be like, I've got my own studio and we can just, we know what so we're did doing. You, how did you, because, basically, I used to work for the bi-rotation, but how did you kind of, like, get in there? Because they didn't know about you, I don't think, until no. after I left. I don't know. Yeah, um, wait, how did they find out about me? I think, have you heard of the stack? Yes. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah. was doing loads of shoots for the stack and I was doing like events for them. Yeah. And I think they saw my pictures do that and then they booked me for their events. Yeah, that's yeah. so good. Yeah. So then you did events for them? I did events and then they booked me for like... Do you like doing events? Of, it's not what I want to do for like long term. I want to do more like... Yeah. Por- I want to do more intimate things with people like portraits, editorials. Do you like magazine? Um, kind of? Yeah. Rather than do like events. But... I only do it, to be fair, I don't really do events that much now. I only do it for certain people, so like the stack by rotation, because when yeah. you do their events, they're like member communities, so it's always yeah. the same people. Which is really yeah. nice. Yeah, I remember when I first thought I was doing club nights. Oh my god. Oh, it really? was the worst. Oh did club my god. Nights. Yeah, and it was like, it, I was doing like mid, I would get booked from like midnight to like 3 a.m. in the morning. That's and horrible. I'm so small, and I would just like have to be pushing it like oh past this crowd, and the money That's was so rubbish as well. I mean, it's good if you're starting out, yeah. but. It's you not, wouldn't do it. It's again. not worth it, yeah. No. Yeah. I feel like maybe it's give you give you confidence yeah. to be like a little bit more like confident and yeah. 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 And it's like it's quick, easy money. It's yeah, like, which is you so just do, handy go for a couple sometimes. hours, you don't really have to well you do have to talk to people, but you just do what you have to do. Yeah. Leave. And we've all been there before, like where we just want easy, quick money to yeah. like boost because it is in, you're investing in your own brand in the end, yeah. at the end of it's the day. It's also like, like if you leave like kind of like classic people like they leave uni and they get like a grad scheme job and a lot of the time these people are doing jobs that they don't really want to do but it gets you somewhere else it's like in the creative industry a lot of the time you do do jobs that like may mean they don't pay you as much or maybe they don't pay you at all or like experience or like you don't enjoy it but you just have to do it to then get to that yeah. next place and it's just kind of like how it works yeah. until you have those contacts because like with the creative industry I feel like it's just contacts yeah it's who you know yeah so where do you kind of hope that your photography will be in sort of like the future where where's your end goal like where's the dream 
figurine. I just, so I do want to do, um, well, this is more like a small goal, but yeah. like, because I'm from, I'm Indian, so I really want to go to India and shoot, oh, because be I used to go all the time, but I kind of well, I went off track for the question. No, 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 it's <laughs> us, it's fine, but, um, we can go back to that question, tell us I want to, um, I really want to go back to India this year, because I, I used to go as a kid all the time, yeah. but Where I haven't been back in Punjab, I don't think I know where that is. Punjab, but um, I haven't been back since I was a kid, and I really want to go, because I haven't shot there. So I want to shoot and just document it a bit. And I hopefully would like to do a photo book. Have you got family there still? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that would be so nice. And then, yeah, so I want to do a photo book. I was meant to go, like, when COVID was, but I had to cancel it. So Um, it's it's such an amazing place to just, like... I can't wait to go back. I'm literally, like... Because I want to go with my grandparents. Yeah. And I'm like, can we go this year? And he's like, yeah, we will, we will. So are they here? Um, Yeah, my grandparents are here, yeah. And then when you go, do you stay with family? or do Yeah, stay with family. That's amazing. But I have said that this time, because usually all we do when we go there is literally just see family and don't really, like, do anything. Yeah. I'm like, no, this time I'll go. I want to, like, I want you to take me out. Yeah, show you things, like, places you used to go. Yeah. You must have so much heritage there. Yeah. A long-term goal for me, I think, I would like to have the studio, a bigger studio. Yeah. um, And then obviously not have have to be there. Like, I want to be able to, like, travel and still know my business is being managed. I think... It's really hard though to imagine that because, like I said, being like independent and stuff, it's hard to like put responsibility on other people. Like I'm not, I don't micromanage, but because I do everything myself, it's hard to just allow yeah, other, it is to really give hard. that responsibility yeah. to someone else and not think about it. Yeah. Um, I suppose you could do it so that like, let's say you were to go to India for like a month or something, you can have someone that maybe you already know or something like that. Um, kind of like you can still do work from your phone and shit but then yeah. you have someone else just like being the face and just being there so that you don't have to worry about like yeah. also I bet there would be so many people in this industry that would want to help like that would love that job because they could stay at the studio all day or like whenever you need them to and they could potentially work on their own things yep. but still managing the studio still helping whoever's in there that day like being yeah. assisting them because when you're there you don't really have to do it like I was just gonna say like you don't really have to do anything. You can just be on your laptop doing your work while people are using the studio. Yeah, which is true. true. But like yeah, but they're paying to use the studio. They're not paying to yeah, yeah, be with yeah. you. So that's yeah. fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. And like, like also, I don't you're, think you're you're working on things that is like photography related. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, yeah but you're not there. Like they, they're there to use your space. So yeah. like you're not gonna be watching. I think if I did employ like, someone, it'd have to be someone who's. St- passionate about the studio like I am because I like I know when I have people in the studio you want to make it like a really good experience yeah. so like, they need to know about help. photography because they might need yeah, help like set up the lights because that's also what I offer with the studio I make sure that people because all right the reason why I opened the studio was because when I first started using studios it was really intimidating because yeah. you get to a studio the lights are packed down oh, and God, if so you don't know what you're doing it's a bit like oh my god I'm gonna break something yeah. and then even to ask questions questions people are like yeah they get really weird about yeah it's it, a bit they? they look at you and it's like well why have you booked a studio so don't you think every like lights and everything like i don't know they're so technical that you've got to like really yeah. know and it's just like you feel a lot of like pressure that you should be knowing knowing what you're doing but yeah. sometimes you are a bit new to something and it's just like a bit scary yeah so that's Which why, so that's, why enough, like, that's a great that's a great concept so i, I let people like I try to ask people before they're going to get to the studio, like, what backdrop do you want up and what lights yeah. do you want set up? So I can set up before they even get to the studio. Which is so helpful. Yeah. Like, it's such a big thing to have that. Like, when I used to do shoots at uni, they were so unhelpful. Like, there'd be massive rolls of, like, things and you'd have to pull them down and, like, just be yeah. like... I don't know, I just find, I find it so stressful. And when I saw your studio, 
because I do a lot of the photography on like nippy yeah. um I was just like that's perfect because it's just like yeah it makes, it makes it easier and it's like not cutting into your studio yeah. time as well and for business perspective from your perspective like it's kind of a USP as well like if you've personally struggled in the industry to yeah. to go to a studio and feel like intimidated and feel like they're not being particularly helpful like for you to then be like I'm gonna offer something that's changes that is like very entrepreneurial very clever yeah Thank you. <laughs> so it's just nice to be able to help people. Yeah. And the big kind of dream, like, what is that? The big dream for shooting wise, I don't know. I would like to be getting books for like editorials. Yeah. Billboards. That would Ooh, be so that would be nice. Cool. And then obviously like the LA thing. I'd like to be getting booked abroad. Yes. Yeah. Um, be able to travel. Like, oh, I'm just flying yeah. to Milan. It's got little shoots. Yeah. To do. Like, it'd be nice to like, travel with my work. Well, like, photography can take you literally all around the world. Yeah, yeah. it can. It's amazing. It can. You're in a very cool industry. Yeah. It's <laughs> Yes. And do you think social media has helped you at all? Do you feel like that? Yeah, so much. Yeah. Obviously, it can be quite uh, As much as I hate it, yeah. it has helped me a lot. I think it's getting harder now, but I think I was lucky, like, a few years ago where it was, like, still built, like, coming, like, it's so saturated now, whereas before yeah. it wasn't as much. That's kind of similar for Nippy as well, like, when we first started. Like, obviously, it was saturated, but I felt like they pu- they used to push small businesses a lot more than what they yeah, do yeah. now. It's weird. I feel like social media, like... I went through a bit of a weird stage where they no one was getting any views or anything and it felt really hard on yourself because you like push just kind of put yourself down but actually like I don't even know what what's happening with it at the moment like yeah, it seems no. to be kind of normal I think I just do. try to just use it as much as I can I don't try to put too much pressure on myself even though I still do yeah but it's just using it to your advantage as much as you can yeah exactly and it's it is quite toxic because like you want to use it to your advantage you don't want to put pressure on yourself but then if you're not posting enough yeah. they they make your algorithm like bad and it's just kind of like a, a cycle yeah i think a lot of like young bosses like self-employed people do struggle with that like because especially creative it's such a comparing thing like you can see really enhance your business yeah. and then like even i don't know when i post on instagram i just get so much anxiety when i post yeah, yeah. and i just have to get off the app and i'm like yeah because you're like oh, <laughs> what if someone doesn't like that yeah or, or if i'm not like, getting enough likes i'm like well isn't it isn't it a good picture isn't it a good post or what and it's, it? it's always been it's like luck. Really. i genuinely think with social media nowadays is luck yeah. like, if that goes in the explore page like yeah you get loads of likes but it could be the shittest post ever and it goes viral yeah so i've moved on over to tiktok yeah. yeah, you're a TikTok gal now. Yeah, <laughs> and this year I was like, I it's need to stop though. posting on TikTok. Like, every I think day. there is less pressure. I, I find less pressure. I'll post on TikTok and not give a flying fuck about yeah. what I post. It's just on Instagram, I'm like, oh my god, what is that? What is that? No, that's <laughs> not okay. Like with TikTok, I don't care. I probably like post myself just like lying down, like yeah. doing it's anything. It's nice though, isn't it? Like, yeah, it's not like to think casual. about it too much. Yeah, I think it's a kind of it is a more casual sort of less intense environment which is nice yeah and it's like i don't know the whole all social media really is like love hate for me very toxic yeah it is a major love hate relationship i love it for nippy and but i also like don't like it because then it's like some days you'll some days we'll get great story views but then some days we'll get really bad story views and then you make you think like why is that we find it really hard because we like lack on social media a bit sometimes so we've tried to like it's it's us and like we're we we have an an intern as well, but she's more of a produ- production intern, so mm. it's kind of a lot of it's still us, and it's quite difficult to manage 
everything in the business, which I'm yeah, sure you find as well. Yeah, because social media is like a full-time job. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you, you need someone to yeah. do it full-time. And, like, we never post on TikTok, and I just think, like, we really need to just, like, post shit. So we've got um, my cousin. And is the, other thing, the other thing is, sorry, the other thing is you want to post, but then you don't even want to just put it out be putting out rubbish like no, you want no. actual, actual good content and it takes time yeah it but really the problem does. is i think with tiktok it's consistency so you might make that really good video but it's not going to do well if you haven't posted for like so much time like yeah. i think if you're consistent with your videos then like you do start to get a bit better so that's what i want to do with our tiktok i just want to be a bit more consistent yeah, I used to and then it's the just studio. like makes you feel like it doesn't matter as much because then you haven't put all of your work into this really cool video and then it does shit it's just like you're posting constantly. It doesn't feel as like pressure. Yeah, I think. Yeah, but definitely. It is really difficult, and like we find it really hard to just like post stories because it feels like you've got plan. And then on the weekend, you don't want to have to be posting. When you post on like your own story, like personal story, you don't really care as much about what you're posting because it's like you. Whereas with Nippy, it's that's your business, and you've got to really yeah. focus on it more, and you've got to like word it better. And yeah, like we shit. don't want to put something out there that we're not happy with. Whereas obviously in your own story, like you could literally put whatever you want on there, and it's really not gonna matter. Yeah. But do you have a set? You have a separate Instagram, right, for your photography you and yourself? Yeah. Because I feel like people who have a brand who is themselves like I struggle so much because they don't have an outlet for just themselves yeah they have to like be a brand the whole then time. I think they become the brands and they just post what they want yeah anyway. I think I do yeah I just post I just use it as my like personal it's my personal Instagram yeah. really and then it has my work on it yeah it's really weird I find yeah. social media just odd and like yeah whatever but it helps us I guess is it um, good sort of like well we've definitely met people through social media like we technically met through social media yeah. because of like that's how we find tooth gems. Do you think it's helped your photography a lot, like networking? Yeah, no, hundred percent. It's so much easier to like if there's people that I want to shoot with, then I can like reach out to them yeah. on Instagram or like people can people reach out to me on Instagram. Yeah, which is because um, so they see my work on there. I remember I found your. Because I got my tooth shame done with some with someone in East London. Yeah. And I wanted. To, I remember I messaged you from my own Instagram asking about tooth gems yeah. and I saw you on someone I can't remember where I saw you and that's why I wanted you for the nippy pop up and now I just remembered yeah it was ages it's just ago. like a like it's a full circle and then like someone posts a picture and tags you and then all their like all like even brands because everyone's yeah. like everyone's on Instagram now like yeah. directly or a brand or whatever and then they'll see me and then they'll be like oh we want you for this shoot and I'm like Yay! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yay! 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 Instagram. <laughs> Do you have anyone like that you were growing up with, family members or friends or anyone that you kind of looked up to who was in a who was in the photography industry or were you kind of the first one? Like, no, I actually didn't. No, there's not really any um, creative people in my family. Oh really? Like that quite no. I don't. Know. Uh, academic no, no yeah, although your mum sounds creative with the bars but oh yeah with, way, the bars, yeah with the bars <laughs> with the bars um, <laughs> and then friends wise all the friends I've made that are creatives now I've met only through work yeah, yeah. but like people I grew up with at school or all like in academic jobs yeah. did you go to school in near Heathrow yeah mm, uh, I went to a grammar school grammar yeah um but so they're all academic so no not really i remember like people used to take make out me at school when i used to like oh, really? i used to really enjoy photography and yeah, like you know so when i used to actually put effort into my like a level and stuff yeah do you know what i mean that's what but, i was like with photography because yeah. i did it and i used to be like put so much yeah. effort into it and like with my big book did yeah you big book? yeah no i, I remember once it. like someone was looking at my book like they they got it off me like it sounds like really horrible like a bully right but <laughs> they like got it off me at like six uh, um 
study time, whatever it was called, I don't remember yeah. anymore. <laughs> but they got up and they started reading like what I'd written and stuff, and they were like taking the mic out. Oh my god, because you, you write proper like, yeah. oh, this is the Because you have to write kind of like cringy stuff, don't you? Like, you have to like analyze, analyze pictures it, yeah. and stuff. And they were like taking the mic out of me, and and yeah. now look at you, and now, it's all yeah. paid off. Honestly, and there's like, was yours like a big black book and yeah. writing silver pen? Yes, oh my god! <laughs> and when I went, so I did it at GCSE and we had a smaller book, yeah. like probably like A4, and when you go to A level, you it's get like a big, big book. Yeah. And it's like you stick it down, you write, and I was like, I love just like playing around my books. I yeah. still got them now. Yeah, I used to love my A-level teacher. I actually... That makes a huge It does. In lockdown, she actually emailed me. And this was like, well, well, this was how many years from leaving school? Maybe like three or four years after leaving school. She emailed me and she was like... um, She's not working at that school anymore. She's in a different school, but she's still teaching photography. Mm. And she was like, why um, can we do like a Zoom call with my uh, photography class? And can you talk Aww. about like your journey oh and God, what, you're, what you've been up to Aww. and stuff? So I did it and it was so good. Oh, that makes you feel so good as well. Because it's just like your yeah. teacher. And then she sent, me, she sent me, she got my address and she sent me a card and flowers oh and stuff. It's so That cute. is so nice. Yeah. What a rewarding moment as yeah. well, talking to your peers. That's incredible. Yeah, that is. Well, I bet that felt really good. Yeah, it you was just like, yeah. Yeah, and the kids, the kids were so funny on the Zoom call because they were like, they must have been like 15 or 16 years old and they were like talking to me about, oh, what celebrities have you met? They're like, oh my God, how many followers you got? <laughs> <laughs> but like I've seen you shoot them, like, what were they like? Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine. That's so funny. So I think we're kind of nearly done. We've, I feel like we've covered everything. We have a question for you though. We're asking everyone oh, God, that comes on the podcast. Um, we've got a Nikki playlist nippy podcast playlist and we're asking everyone to choose their favorite album to add to our playlist oh my god so sorry to put you on the spot but no i'm going to say something like typical though (laughs) you be as typical as you Um, want (laughs) no pressure just what you like when you go like your go-to album you're just like yeah like it can be for any mood as well okay i will say oh my god this is gonna it can be typical typical. it doesn't matter mine would be something like brent fires that's pretty good. I have, I, to, I, have to pick what al- I have to pick what album, though. Yeah. That's fine. Do I have to say it on the podcast? No, we'll we'll add a Brent Fires album on there and they'll know it's from you. Okay. We won't know. It doesn't matter that we don't know the name. Oh, I because <laughs> I was, What album do I listen to? I feel like, like that's no not skips. typical at all. No, that's not. Like, that's really not that typical. He's great. And he's not, like... Well, he is well-known, but he's not, like... Well, 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 well. Super, super well-known. Yeah, Brent Fires. <laughs> he's, like, easy. I'd always listen to him. Well, there we go. Good choice. Well, yes. thank you so much for joining. Yeah, thank, thank you for having me. We had a great time. I hope you guys have enjoyed listening. And you can Kieran. follow. <laughs> you can follow Kieran. What's your Instagram? What's your photography? And it's Kieran Gidder, and my studio one is Killer Studios. We'll put if it in the description as well. At uni, or you just want to like you're trying to be a photographer and you're like trying to get your name out there, then go to Killer Studios. Yeah, and because I do like, a lot of giveaways and stuff on there for studio time. That's also, good. Um, what I've started doing from this year, every first Saturday of every month, I'm doing like a portrait day at the studio oh, where yeah, people can cool. book like, because um, I know like photo shoots and stuff are expensive, yeah. but so you can book an hour slot for £100 oh, and um, you get um, 
10 images out of it basically and you can oh, bring so two good. outfits and two so if you want to be if you want to be like a model yeah so it's basically it's good for like headshots and that's really or even like friends like if friends want to come and just get like a quick photo shoot or couples oh, or like so i know there was a lady who messaged me and she was asking about her 10 year old's birthday that's coming oh up oh and she's like can i book so yeah amazing that's such what a good would you idea do? you've got someone that would like wanted to like shoot their like baby or dog or something i think that would be so cute yeah i'll be like i'm gonna call my dog like do a photo you, my dog please <laughs> oh it's so cute that, yeah. love that oh thanks so much and we'll see you soon <laughs> <laughs> bye bye, bye. <laughs>